Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. California lawmakers are moving forward with a bill that would make big tech companies like Google and Facebook pay news organizations for linking to their online stories. The bill by Oakland Assemblymember Buffy Wicks is called the California Journalism Preservation Act, and it's designed to help struggling local newspapers and media outlets by diverting some of that online revenue to them. A similar bill failed in Congress last year, but something like it has been enacted in Canada and Australia. Right now, if you click on a link that takes you to a story in the San Francisco Chronicle or the Santa Rosa Press Democrat or KCBS, or somebody shares that on Facebook and you click on it, the news organization that produced that content does not see a penny, although you would be exposed to any advertising on their website. This bill would require tech companies to negotiate a fee, a percentage of their ad revenue, that they would pay to compensate the outlets that actually produce all that news content that makes up so much of what we consume online. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Chris McKenzie with the Chamber of Progress. That's a tech industry coalition that bills itself as a progressive advocacy organization. It's led by a former lobbyist for Google. It's funded by Google, Apple, Twitter, Amazon, and Facebook's parent Meta, among others. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. All right, so your group is against this bill, which is not a huge surprise since it would cost your member companies money. But why should Google and Facebook and the rest get to access all that news content for free with no compensation to the news organizations that, you know, have seen their revenues crushed by the Internet? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for the Internet uh, introduction, Doug. Um, I would say that in the Internet era, you know, users are always going to go online for their news. Uh, and maybe cancel their delivery. What a lot of tech platforms have actually done is to provide users with more exposure to more outlets, linking to those news sites. And of course, media outlets get the chance to advertise on their own sites, as you noted. Um, so while Google, Google or Apple doesn't need you know, local stories to make their business models work, uh, those local sites do need some of the traffic driven from platforms to their own site. They are benef benefiting that way. This bill sailed through its first assembly committee last night on a unanimous vote, but some members do have reservations about how it will work. Are there amendments to be made that would make the law acceptable to your organization, or do you just flat out want it to go away? Um, I mean, we've raised a number of concerns. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of a, a list going. Uh, so we'd like to see amendments made to make the bill better, certainly. I think, as you noted during the hearing yesterday, um, you know, the bill did pass out of committee, but we heard some lawmakers uh, kind of echo some of those concerns. I mean, one of them is the concern that forcing social media sites to pay for links would incentivize outlets to write the kind of news that spreads virally online. Uh, and sadly, as you know, you know, often that kind of journalism is misinformation. So it sounds like that is an unintended consequence of the bill as it stands now. 
Absolutely. Um, when you create a financial incentive uh, for journalism outlets to uh, have stories that spread quickly online, basically you're incentivizing those outlets to drive more clickbait. Uh, and what we know is this, you know, the links that spread the farthest on a platform like, say, Facebook often aren't cat memes or a picture of your aunt, right? It, it can be links of Tucker Carlson videos or articles about election misinformation. So that content gets links to the most and it'll get paid out the most, right? So that's the, that's the concern that we've raised about this bill. And I know there's a study done that looked at that um, as far as who would be likely to get the most money. Would it be struggling newspapers kept afloat or would it go somewhere else? No, thank you for the question. So as you noted earlier, there was a very similar federal bill proposed in Congress last year. And we did a study that looked at who would make the most money if social media platforms were forced to pay for every link to an outside media outlet. Um, and no big surprise there. But the top earner from that national legislation was Fox News, and not just by an inch, but by a mile. Uh, it beat out local news outlets like the San Francisco Chronicle by uh, seven to one in terms of the amount that they would profit from that legislation. I'm just curious. I mean, isn't Apple and Google building news teams uh, within their uh, buildings, or are they negotiating with outside outlets and, and paying them in that way? Um, well, these you know, news aggregates, uh, these platforms that aggregate news for users, currently aren't paying outside outlets uh, to link to their content, right? Because, again, these platforms are sending their own users to uh, outside media platforms by, by hosting their links. Do you think, just on a basic level, that media outlets that can't compete in the digital age deserve to be rescued? Absolutely. Yeah, no, no. I, I absolutely think that saving journalism is an important and very difficult task uh, for us in the 21st century. But I also think that there are alternative so, uh, solutions that don't incentivize journalists to produce, say, clickbait that would depend on their success on social media. Uh, there are solutions like tax credits for subscriptions to local media outlets uh, or outlets that even hire local journalists. And those could really better support small local news organizations without reporting peddlers, uh, rewarding peddlers of misinformation. Is that enough though, something like tax credits? I mean, what are some of the other ideas that would keep some of these outlets open? I mean, what happens to platforms like Google and Facebook if all the newspapers and local news outlets go under and there's not so much content to link to? As you've, as you've noted, you know, it is uh, an ecosystem uh, that we need to support. You know, whether a tax credit would be enough would depend on what that tax credit actually looks like. Um, so I know that we're in conversations with California lawmakers right now and we would love to see, you know, alternative legislation that basically puts direct funding into the hands of these local media outlets rather than um, encouraging them to seek out that funding by spreading viral stories on social media. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Chris McKenzie, with the Chamber of Congress. It's a big tech trade group opposed to this bill that at the moment is working its way through the state assembly and seems headed for passage. We'll see what happens. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. Tomorrow, we're going to talk with a, a geriatrician and a person who's an expert on old age 
about whether Joe Biden is too old to be president. Is Dianne Feinstein too old to stay in the Senate? It's going to be a fascinating conversation. Tune in tomorrow at this time. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 